there. Hello and welcome to the Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0 Livestream Podcast hosted by Encore Entrepreneurs, Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. We inspire excitement for content creation and marketing your brand and business while answering all your technology and digital marketing questions. Join us as we interview experts who share their knowledge and experience to provide actionable tips to land more clients, nurture leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. Chat with Shelly and Toby every Wednesday on YouTube or Facebook. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Yes, this is Messages and Methods, and I'm your host, Shelly Carney. And I'm your other host, Toby Yunus. And today we're going to be talking about <clears throat> using email marketing in your efforts to connect with your audience and grow that audience as well. I need to make some announcements. Is that okay? <clears throat> yeah. First of all, if you're watching us today, please uh, take time to make sure that you like our show. People like it when you like our show. Share with your family, friends, your neighbors, your business associates, the entirety of your social network so that we can grow the channel. And finally, if you are not already a subscriber, this would be the ideal time to subscribe to uh, our ooh, channel yeah. so that every time we start a new live stream, you'll be immediately informed and as a result in the know because there's nothing better in life ladies and gentlemen than being in the know <laughs> yeah for those of you that are joining us live i want you to know that our super chat light is lit super chat is how you can contribute to our little project go down to the bottom of the chat window you'll see a stylized but grayed out dollar sign click on that dollar sign and the good folks at youtube will walk you through the process of contributing to our project you might even do a super chat dance if you you know if, if we contribute. see one yeah and if you have a comment, <laughs> if you have a comment or question, uh, when you make that super chat, we'll uh, see it and we will make immediate note of that question. That's right. So I do want to mention a couple of But you don't have to give us money to ask questions. No, you, you can don't ask have questions to at we, any time. You, we, we're just kind of nice people. Like That's right. That, you know, um, I was going to mention our book, but I don't have the window open for it. Our new, newest book is on Amazon, at least on Amazon, Women in Podcasting. It was released on. February 1st, approximately one month behind schedule, but we thought that was pretty good considering. It's been out for a month. It's been out for a month. It's a good size book. We are excited to have it and uh, see that picture. We shot that picture ourselves and created this book cover ourselves. We're very proud of it. We uh, interviewed all these people and created a book out of those interviews. And if you're interested in doing the same thing, we can teach you how. Well, Actually, Shelley did such a good job with the introduction and the epilogue so that if you want to know how we did it, read the get the book, read the introduction, the epilogue, and she shares all that information with That's you. That's right. So, and I think it's in the crawl. It's books.agkmedia.studio, and that takes you right to the book yeah. on so, Amazon. It also takes you to our other book uh, as well, A Gypsy's Kiss. So that's right. Um, good way to learn how to do this. I mean, uh, we we had a lot of fun with it. Mm -hmm. um, I and won't... there's a lot of great stuff in there about podcasting and um, why people do it and mm -hmm. uh, why they stay with it or why they, you know, have pod fade and for 
you know, and how they come back from that. And some do. Some admitted to us that they had pot faded and were looking for ways to come That's back right. because they loved it so much. And one of those so. people who had who had pod faded due to being busy with the rest of their business was Jen McFarland of Women Conquer Business. And that is why Jen and I decided to work together and collaborate on her podcast, Women Conquer Business, which we shoot live from the studio on Thursday mornings, 11 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. So join us live tomorrow for that. So I didn't realize that one of the reasons that you guys got together was that as a result of her experiencing podfade, she wanted to get back into podcasting. That's right. She really enjoyed that particular podcast, but she'd gotten so busy with all of her other work with Epiphany Courses and uh -huh. launching that, that she'd fallen way behind on it and hadn't done a podcast in, oh, I think the last one she did was June. So it was, you know, six, seven months uh -huh. uh, without podcast. Well, that's a really good partnership because uh, although... I, I'm not going to say that you really enjoy that post-production work. None of us enjoy the post-production work, but you're very good at it and you're very efficient. I don't at dislike it. it. I yeah. I enjoy it because it feels like it's kind of like doing the laundry. You can see that you're yeah, the doing something. Right. But yeah. The results are there. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Uh, and then also keep an eye out tomorrow uh, on Video Tarot Live on YouTube. Uh, video Terror Live on Facebook, and I'll be doing my one o'clock Mountain Standard Time show on Thursday. And tomorrow we have a new shot that we're going to talk about um, small set photography. We mean Toby, because mm -hmm. I will be at the hospital <laughs> getting my MRI. Oh, oh, you will be? Yeah, tomorrow. Is that tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. What plans did we make that we had to cancel because, oh, okay. Never Your mind. show. Okay. <laughs> You're going to do it Good by point. yourself. <laughs> All right. So let's get on to what we're going to talk about. So like all good presenters, why don't you tell the people what we're going to talk about? Today. All right, pull up the slide and I will tell you that we're going to be talking about how to engage and grow your audience with email marketing. Now, of course, our there are many, many kinds of digital marketing, right? So there's email marketing, there's content marketing. Those are the ones that we focus on is that content marketing piece. There's um, what else? Uh, social media marketing. Social media marketing, email marketing, content marketing. I and said those, but influencer marketing, um, there's, um, you know, different kinds. Yeah. All yeah. different kinds. And I mean, relationship marketing, there's a lot of them out there. If you just, just Google it, you'll find like digital marketing, we'll 15 different kinds of things under digital marketing. Varieties of digital marketing. <clears throat> so we want to get into, <clears throat> sorry, we want to get into how does email marketing fit in with content marketing? Because uh, we, of course, talk to you a lot about content marketing, but this is a piece of that, that we, we, we need to incorporate because content marketing should just be a piece of your entire marketing strategy. And the way to think about it is, uh, in our case, content marketing is the tip of our pr r uh, perspective. What, what's the right word? Proverbial spear, right? But there's stuff behind that as well, uh, that you're provided the opportunity to take advantage of them. One of them is email marketing. And the reason I like email marketing is because it's a lot easier to do and a lot safer uh, to do on, for, on your part than it was years ago. Uh, and that's because the companies who you end up uh, using to provide their email application services, their email platform services, are now very much in line with the, what the rule, spam rules and regulations are. So they're very protective of you because they're required by law to ensure that you don't make the, the spam mistakes. And um, 
it's very healthy and they're, they've gotten over the years very much easier to use. When I first started in email marketing in the early 2000s, it was, it was really bad. It was a regular um, wild west is a good way to describe it. <laughs> uh, between the applications themselves, the behaviors of the individuals who were using that applications and the email list sellers, I won't call them providers, it was the Wild West, and and that's why I think email ended up getting such a bad reputation. In yeah, terms of it digital was marketing. akin to telemarketing. Yeah, um, and that sort of relationship, uh, I mean, that sort of um, reputation uh, went along with it. Uh, that email marketing was like telemarketing. Um, but since those companies have come in and professionalized it and made some, you know, made a lot of rules. And uh -huh. in Europe, there's even more rules. You uh -huh. have the GDPR. And uh, so everything's in place now to keep it very above board, professional and not spammy. So it doesn't have that reputation anymore right. that people are just bothering you at dinner time. And, and <laughs> so I feel bad because of course I've done both. <laughs> Telemarketing. All right. So let's get on. With was that the, you or was that Dave? <laughs> well, that was, yeah, the benefit was, yeah. When all telemarketers have an, uh, an alter ego, another name that they use, mm. mine happened to be Dave Kennedy because I was from Washington, D.C. So, mm -hmm. But I did a little bit of that. All right, I'm going to turn this over to you before we start getting into my past. Uh-huh. So what are the benefits of email marketing? Uh, why should I spend time on it? Why is it important to my small business? Well, with email marketing, you have control right? You get to say when the email goes out, what it says, and who it's going to. Uh, whereas with social media, <laughs> it doesn't matter how many followers you have on Facebook, they're only going to show it to a smattering of people when you put a post up. Not everybody who follows you will see that post. And that's because Facebook gets to control it. It's their platform. They control it. With email, you control it. So there's a huge advantage to having your own email marketing list. Um, you get to send it to a targeted audience. You know who you want on your list uh, because you know what you what service you're providing, what information you're giving out, who is it, who is going to want that information, who is going to engage with you on that information. Uh, that's your targeted audience. And those are the people that you want on your list. And you can continue to perfect your list if you go into it every quarter and hone out the people who aren't opening your emails um, so that you only have your targeted audience in there on that list. Top of mind awareness is enhanced when you're sending out a weekly email. Hey, remember us? We do this. If this comes up for you this week, uh, give us a call. You know, like, for instance, if, uh, say, we tell you every week and you're on our list, we tell you every week, hey, we've got this great free training. Have you checked it out yet? And you say, yeah, I'm not interested in that. But then somebody you run into through networking or whatever says to you, I wish I had more information about live streaming is something I might want to do. And you could say, hey, let me tell you about these people I know who have this free training. And then you could learn if it is something you want. And then you could direct them to that because we are top of mind for you. And then we have the automated functions of an email provider, which basically uh, if you have somebody onboarding into 
a program or just coming onto your list, you can set up a few emails that come out at an automated pace that just welcome them, uh, let them know what's going on, keep them informed, uh, give them any information that you want them to have. And those are just set up so that they take care of that automatically. So you're not constantly having to make sure you follow up with everybody one at a time, you know, uh, in person. So one of the things about email marketing is there is a spectrum of utilization uh, and application. And that spectrum runs from the, I bought an email list from a scammer and I sent it out on Google to everybody I could think of. And I put everything and everything in the copy. So all, everybody got the email. Everybody has everybody else's email list. So that's one end of this horrendous potential spectrum of the email marketing. The other end of that spectrum is um, I'm using an email application services provider uh, who's well-known. We're going to talk about those uh, towards the end of the presentation. I'm sending out people, uh, I'm sending emails out to people who have asked to be on my email list, who have agreed to be on my email list by going through the process of downloading something. And I'm sending people, sending those emails to people who have become accustomed to the idea that once a week or so, they're going to get an email, I, I say from me, but it's actually from us. Shelly puts most of the work uh, into it because she's a much better writer than I am. Uh, and it's going to talk about us. It's going to tell you stories about our week, what our plans are, what shows we have, that we have a new book out. And so you're developing a relationship with this individual in the same way that content marketing does. Email, email kind of reminds me, email, the, the people that accept your uh, email every week are the same people uh, who will listen to your podcast, right? It's that kind of relationship. It's a very personalized relationship. Now, every day I get emails from people, not only who I don't know, but who I have no connection with. Email is a, like everything else is about connection, visibility, credibility, trust, and you're providing them information that they would not uh, otherwise have. And that's a good way to look at it. The, the, uh, I have a, a personal rule on Facebook. Um, I have a very small number of Facebook contacts. And the reason is, my rule is, I don't have anybody on my Facebook list that I actually haven't communicated with, that I haven't engaged, that I haven't met, that I haven't spoken to. And email becomes very much like that. Uh, I want the people that agree that we have some sort of relationship. Uh, they're happy with what we do and they like what we do and they like the freebies we give and they're ready to move forward in, into whatever process we offer them and they feel safe about it. Mm. Good point. So the benefits of email marketing for online business, number one, it's personal. A personalized email will make readers more comfortable. Um, if our readers get an email from us, it says, you know, it's from Toby and Shelley. We talk about ourselves. We talk about what we're up to. And they know they have, and we send some pictures in there. So they know who we are. And even if they've never met us face to face, they've, they've see our content and they get to know us that way. Another benefit is that it uh, saves time. You can set up email uh, automation practices that include not only your weekly email, but follow-ups if they reach out to you. You can set up email sequences that uh, start the engagement process. You'll have a download 
they download it. The, you let them know the next day that there's another opportunity for another download and you start the engagement process. And the reason it's time saving is you can build that process once and it, and it engages automatically uh, with their first download. And it's fast and practical. It's easily accepted everywhere and can reach your customers quickly. If, for instance, suddenly something happened or you came up with an offer and you want everybody to know about it or uh, we're not able to do our show on this day, we're going to do it on a different day or some kind of an announcement, you can go into your email uh, provider and, and fill out an email and send it off to the people who need to know that. And it can go out to, you know, a list, a segment of five people, or it can go out to all your list. Depends on what it is and how many people you feel need to know about it. So it's very easy to send those emails out to the correct people. And it's ultimately about building community as everything in social media and digital marketing uh, is. It's about building a community. Now there's a process and you've heard us discuss that old Johari window uh, visibility, credibility, trust, and transformation, that's on the individual level, the individual scale, because that's what you're trying to do with each one of the people that are reading your emails. But ultimately, those same people are going to visit your Facebook group page or your Facebook business page, and they're going to be surprised to find that there are other people with similar interests that may have engaged in the same way, because the objective of all this marketing is to build, I like Shelly's word, it says community on here, but Shelly uses the word tribe. And uh, I really like, I really that like that word because tribe to me implies that uh, the people that belong, that are in this group have a common set of interests, a common set of goals, common set of objectives, and they're all working in common with one another uh, to achieve those uh, goals and objectives. Very good. <clears throat> So what's the ROI, the return on investment? Well, email marketing on average sees a 4,300% return on investment for businesses in the United States, according to the Direct Marketing Association. Uh, in other words, you cannot beat this. This is the number one thing every small business owner needs to be doing from day one, email marketing, building their list, growing their audience, uh, you know, your the, it's totally worth it, right? It is one of those activities that should be uh, in that 20%, you know, your, your Pareto principle where you do 20% of the things that you do bring you 80% of your return. This is one of those 20%. Um, so let me put that in perspective uh, uh, for you. 4,300% ROI is the equivalent of every dollar you invest in email marketing, you're gonna get $43 in return. Every $100 you invest in email marketing, you're gonna get $4,300 uh, in, in return for that investment. There are very few marketing investments that produce that level of return. That is right. So how does email marketing fit into content marketing? Well, number one, we start off with our live show, the show that you're seeing right now, or the podcast you're listening to, is the beginning place. And within this, we offer uh, information and valuable tips, tools, and advice that then is, you know, pointing you towards a solution, um, which is when we offer you a free lead magnet or a call to action, something that you can go out and get 
when you give us an email address. Um, so that's always something that we're going to include, but it makes sense because it fits in with the topic of the day. And one of the things that we ask you to do is in every show, in every email, in everything that we produce, we provide you some form of what we call a call to action. And that call to action will ask you to do something that creates a response mechanism. So when you want to download one of our freebies that we're going to talk about uh, later today, um, uh, free offerings, it's not free. We're going to ask for your name and email address. Uh, and that leads us into the rest of the process of developing that relationship uh, with you. One of the nice things about being where we are is we can offer our audiences on, on this program, on our podcast, or anything else we do, something of value that they don't have to pay for. The payment, if you will, I shouldn't say you don't have to pay for, because the payment is your name and email address. And you, you, you're doing that knowing that we're trying to build a relationship with you. And this is our way of showing that we're interested in building that relationship. What That's happens right. next? Well, once you've signed up, then you're going to be on our email list and you're going to receive a weekly newsletter. Within the newsletter, you get to know us and we become a part of your world. We build a relationship so that you know every Tuesday I get an email from Toby and Shelly and it's going to tell me what's going on in their world and I'm going to open it and see what's new because I look forward to that. I have a relationship with them. So the advantage of building that relationship is we get the opportunity to share additional content with you. So if you see this show, for example, and then you go and you sign up for our email uh, newsletter, which we're going to ask you to do at the end of the show, then what you're going to find is that every Wednesday, you're going to get this very well composed and well written, Tuesday. I'm sorry, uh, newsletter on Tuesdays, newsletter that Shelly sends out. And you're going to get the opportunity to see what other things that we're doing, the shows that we're doing with each other, the shows that uh, uh, Shelly's doing with Jen, uh, the shows that I'm doing on my own, uh, my Instagram feed where I'm doing my photographs. We'll, you know, it's all these things uh, in terms of digital content, all of, some of, most of which I'm going to say, ends up in podcasts. So you have another alternative for, uh, for being able to engage with us. But suddenly you're not only looking at our additional content, but you're joining us on our Facebook page or you're joining one of the other YouTube channels to see the other shows. And it's this loop of live show, viewer response, newsletter, reader response, and now back into the top, another show. And it could, it may be live, uh, but it could just as easily be uh, the podcast that you, your uh, podcast app download, downloads weekly because you don't have the time. It's an easier, easier to listen to us while you're working out at the gym or something, but it's a process. And uh, part of that process, an important part of the process is capturing that email as a business. So you can start this development of the relationship, even though it's a digital relationship. So as you can see, content marketing is not an island. It is fitted into mm -hmm. your entire marketing strategy. Yeah. So what are some email marketing tips for small business? Number one, know your ideal subscribers. Who do you want to reach out to? Uh, who do you want to work with? Who do you want getting your information? Who is going to find it valuable? Uh, so know who that is, number one. Number two, build uh, your email list organically uh, by allowing people to opt in to that email list. We do not recommend buying email lists from email list providers. 
um, not only is it dangerous in terms of adhering to the spam laws, most email services providers will not let you upload lists uh, like that without going through a follow-up process that basically sends an email to the people on those lists asking them if they want to be on your list. And it's a multi-step process that they have to perform on behalf of themselves in order to protect themselves from government relations, uh, from uh, government regulations. So by, uh, by protecting uh, you, they're also uh, protecting themselves. So do it with the opt-in, find out what you can offer for free. I have a very good friend whose free offering is a 15 minute video uh, that where he talks very extemporaneously about his experience in photography, and then he sells you into get his email list, and eventually you find out he has a dozen courses. And I'm not going to share his name because that wouldn't be fair to you guys. But uh, what I love about his courses is he teaches his courses like I would teach. They're not scripted. Um, they're all extemporaneous and he makes mistakes and sometimes he turns around uh, his back away, but he starts with that email list. Then he gets you to that, uh, to uh, from the video to the email list, to his other offerings. And pretty soon you're taking uh, his courses, but he built it organically via opt-in rather than sending it out to the whole world. And opt-in could be anything. It could be a checklist. It could be an infographic. It could be an ebook. It could be uh, maybe a popular blog that uh, you wrote, a blog post that you wrote. It could be anything. It doesn't have to take you, you know, weeks and weeks to put together. Right. I've made lead magnets in, you know, a couple of hours that are high quality. So it's not difficult to do. Just think of something that people ask you a lot and answer that in an opt-in product and people will want that. Then you want to create unique email content. So our newsletter is unique every week in that I create, you know, some sort of uh, communication that's personalized. Here's what we're doing this week. Here's how I'm feeling. What are you feeling? Here's what's going on in the world. And, and, and it's timely and, and it's personalized. So make it unique in that way. Now it's okay to have a few things in there that you have every week, you know, like uh, join my Facebook group or here's a free download. And maybe you have that on there for a month or two months before you change it to a different download. And you know, you, that's okay. You want to balance it out between uh, new and fresh and something that you leave in there because maybe they missed it uh, the first couple of times you sent it out. So uh, that's what I would say for unique email content. So, and when it comes to unique email content, I, I get, of course, like everybody else, I get Shelly's email on Tuesdays and I read it. And what I love about her is she starts off with the combat. It's, it's this interesting combination of, digital marketing advice and recommendations combined with her expertise as a uh, coach. And uh, so it, it's, it works into kind of two, two ways to advise you. One, what you should be doing in terms of digital marketing and why this is a healthy way to approach it from your own uh, personalized coaching uh, perspective. Um, so the other thing that you have to do once you've got this wonderful content is set it up in a regular schedule. And a regular schedule for us is once a week on Tuesdays. Uh, but yours can be either more often. So I, I have emails that I get from individuals on a daily basis. Um, and they're, very, they're much shorter 
they're not as detailed as the one that Shelly produces. And I get one that appears once a month and it kind of goes, it's the classic old style newsletter where it's just a lot of information that's ha what's happened with a particular market segment in the past month. Uh, and that's okay. It's, it's uh, it, at one point, it really was a newsletter that came in an envelope and they've made the transition to doing, doing it all electronically and made some enhancements. But make sure whatever you do, it's uh, like everything else you should be doing with marketing. It's consistent and it's uh, regularly scheduled. And next, let's talk about how to optimize your emails. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. So here are eight email optimization strategies. Number one, create eye-catching subject lines. This can be challenging sometimes. You want to stand out. You don't want it to say the same thing that everybody else is saying on that day. For instance, um, back in September, I believe it was, uh, Facebook went down. All the Facebook products went down for a day. And on that day, everybody decided, oh, why don't I write an email that says something about Facebook going down and this is why you need email? Uh, well, that's great if you get it from one person who you really, you know, look forward to hearing from. But if you're getting it from 15 different people and it's basically the same subject line, it's a little much. So you, you're going to want something unique that stands out, that catches their eye, that's going to make them want to click on it. I, you know what? I'm going to, you do this every week. So I'm going to, I'm not even going to talk about it. You talk about this one because you do this every week. <laughs> I won't get the gray thing off. So what? Uh, oh. Well, evaluate your sender name. So sometimes you want to go through your list and say people have filled it out and they've put some goofy thing in there. And so if you're using a personalized, dear Shelly, blah, 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 which we do on our newsletters. We started off with, you know, your so-and-so, your first name. Well, if somebody's put in there something weird um, or they've put their, only their last name in or something happens like that, they may end up getting some gibberish. So you want to keep an eye on that and make sure that when you use their name that it appears properly in the email. I would like to add to this. The other thing that you have to consider is what name your recipient will see when they get that email. So a, an email that comes from AGK Media Studio is a lot less personal than an email that's coming from Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. So not only consider what they've put in, you know, in, in terms of what their recipient's name is, you do have to check that. And we do very often go through our email list to see what people uh, have done. So they're, and they're not, being, they're not necessarily being malicious they're simply going like, ah, just call me T, you know, et cetera. Uh, but the other thing to do is, and, and you do this all the time, where is this email coming from? I get the 20 emails a day from the New York Times. So what I can do is I can do a search on the New York Times, see which one I like, and then delete them. But if I see one coming from someone, Dr. Ty Belknap, Bel Belknap, I'll never learn how to pronounce his name correctly. If I see one. Ignore I, the K. Yeah. We've, I've, I've had several, uh, he's been on our show several times. We've had other conversations. I've been on his show. Shelly has been uh, on his show. So I see that coming from Ty and I go, and, and his company's name is Port Bell uh, Incorporated. Uh, but his emails come from Ty Belknap. At Dr. Ty Belknap, and I'm always interested in what he has to say, so I open those. So consider both 
the recipient's name as well as what they're going to see uh, in the sender's name uh, space. And for personalized messaging, again, that's something that you have developed this audience to expect certain things from you. So make sure that you're providing that content. For instance, in my email, I always have industry news updates. So um, I will pull in a couple of blog posts or they might be podcasts or they might be videos that other people have done that talk about um, leading edge information about digital marketing and I'll stick those in there knowing that I have put an audience together that is interested in that content. Um, but I'll also make sure that I say personal things about myself so they know what's going on and they feel more close to me. Um, write compelling content. Again, same thing. Uh, things that people want to see. Provide clear CTAs. That's a call to action. Um, tell them what you want from them. You know, and, and I do that in just about every paragraph in my email. I'll say, okay, this uh, YouTube show is coming up and it's about this. And go ahead, click here so you can set a reminder. You know, those CTAs. Um, and then I make it a link. So all they have to do is click it if they want. If they're reading it on their phone, they can click it on their phone, just touch it, and it opens up that page. And then they can set the reminder. Um, offer a variety of shareable links. Again, here's your links, right? Every time I write, okay, this is, you know, this blog is really good, and here's a piece of it. But if you want to read the whole thing, here's the link so you can go read more. So then all they do is just touch it, click it, um, and they're there and they can read it. So that's very helpful to the people who are reading the email if it's just a clickable link that they can just go there. Make sure your links work, they're not broken, uh -huh. and make sure that they go to the place that you say that it's going to go to. Sometimes um, I'll send them to the wrong video, but it's always one of our videos. So yeah, if they get a little lost, well, sorry, but it's not gonna be some spammy thing uh -huh. or some somebody else trying to sell them something. Um, Design it for mobile applications. That's another good thing about using these email, bulk email providers is they have it set up for mobile. So whenever you make your email, you design it, you put it together, it's going to almost always automatically look good on mobile and have those links be just where people can touch them and they'll open up. And then provide an unsubscribe link. This is something that is, again, automatic if you're using an email service provider like MailChimp or GetResponse Get or one of those that we'll talk about. They always have at the bottom a place where you can unsubscribe. It's a clickable link. If you decide, I don't want this email anymore, you can click on the link. You, it'll take you to a page often that says, okay, uh, you're unsubscribed and maybe provide feedback. You know, why are you unsubscribing is it because you get too many emails or this or that or the other thing and you can provide that feedback if you want to but all you really have to do is click that unsubscribe button and it unsubscribes you right away and that is always something that um, people should be providing for their readers just to give them that option that if they feel like they're getting too many emails from you or they just lost interest in that topic and they don't want to see that anymore they can easily unsubscribe and that's just going to help you in the long run uh -huh. because people are self-selecting uh -huh. if they want that information or not. And most credible e and responsible email service providers don't even ask you whether you want an unsubscribe button. You can always tell the quality of the uh, email provider by whether or not there's an unsubscribe button at the bottom of the page. If there isn't, I automatically click 
spam. Um, but one of the things that I want to suggest you do, and I don't, I recommend this with caution, is each one of us has a spam folder that collects all the spam that comes into your email every day. I use Gmail. It does a really good job of sorting out the spam. Occasionally, one gets in there that shouldn't be, but uh, it does a really good job of going through spam. Go through your spam folder. Uh, and take a look at several of the emails. Just take a sampling of the emails in there and you'll see why Google decided to put that without even asking into your spam folder. Too many images, no links, or the links are uh, uh, uncertain, uh, no unsubscribe button. Just go through them and you'll find out how not to write an email because that's how they ended up in that the artificial intelligence that it is embedded in uh, Gmail and other email service providers, not, I'm sorry, email providers, uh, already has the uh, engineering necessary, the software engineering necessary to sort those out for you. So go look at them and find out what ends up there so you know what not to do. Next slide. Next slide. There we go. You want to entice people to opt in by giving them uh, an opt-in, a lead magnet, um, freebie, a free download, a PDF, whatever it is that you want to call it, but you want to promise them information that they actually do want, right? So if people are watching our show a lot, they're into digital marketing, they're an entrepreneur, they're going to want something, maybe uh, the top 10 interview tips is something they want because they're starting a podcast and they want to know what's the best way to interview people to get the best information. So promise them the information that they actually want. Give them an enticing cover uh, as well. And you don't have to be a graphics genius to do this. There are enough free products out there like free book brush, free Canva, free Snappa that enable you to take one of their designs, modify the text on it slightly, perhaps choose a different image that enables you to do that. But make sure the temp, the advantage to using the templates that they provide you is they have professionals who design these eye-catching templates for you. And, um, and then enable you uh, to modify it slightly, to adjust it slightly to your needs. Shelly, hand me, hand me the book, please. So although Shelly and I took this picture together, I took the photograph, she did the styling. Once we had that photograph, we knew the size that it, it was. We took that into a product called Book Brush, uh, which helps you design this cover. We didn't do much in terms of design. We just fed it things like the photograph, our names, the title of the book, what they could find in here. Uh, you know, the, the back where it kind of describes what we've done with the book. So you don't have to be a graphics genius in order to do a quality design when you have these products. Uh, like this. And again, I'll repeat their names, Canva, Snappa, Bookbrush, anything else I'm missing? Those are the ones that we use. Yeah, those are the ones that we use and that we're, we're most comfortable in. I've noticed recently that we're using Canva a lot more often than yeah. we are anything else. We, Canva has a lot of templates and a yeah. lot of things already in there that you're free to use and uh, just customize them for yourself. Yeah. And it's, there's a free version, which has limitations on it. We use it. We always use these products uh, as free versions for, I, I don't know, two weeks to a month. And then we make a decision. Do we want to go up, 
up level to it. And I think the Canvas subscription is only $15 a month for us. So the nice thing about getting the cheaper than that. Yeah. The the nice thing about getting the uh, monthly subscription rather than the annual subscription is that anytime something else comes along that's newer or better or less expensive, you can drop the subscription and move to the new one. Now, if it's something free, you want to make sure that it's easy for them to consume quickly. Something like a checklist, you know, a one-page checklist. Oh, or an infographic, you know, uh, do this, 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 this. Um, people enjoy those because they're easier to consume and remember. And then no distractions applies to the landing page. So if you send people to a link to get a free download, all you want on that page is talking about that free download and here put your name and your email and you'll get this really great product blah 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 it's free um don't put any other navigation on there if it's something that's on your website make sure it's on the page by itself that doesn't have any other navigation tools on it so that when people go there they don't get distracted they just put in their information and they get their freebie and they're happy and they're on your email list so here's five ways to boost email conversions. What is a conversion? It is to get people to sign up with you. So it's what we've just talked about. Entice those people to sign up with you. So um, first off, understand the needs of your audience. What do they need? What do they want? What are they looking for? Use some emotion words. Involve those exciting ad adjectives, you know, uh, to get them to go and Get your thing. Go to the next step. Highlight <laughs> your value proposition. Let them know in the fewest words possible. And if this is something that you haven't sat down and thought about and maybe even put in writing uh, uh, to determine what your value pros proposition is, you should. Your value proposition is what you do in order. Uh, we, we call it transformation. You simply said it's how are you going to change their lives? Why should they do business with you? How is their life going to be different and better as a result of that? So make sure that in everything that you do, your value proposition is out there and in front. And I'm not suggesting it has to be a headline or even a subheadline. Uh, but that they're very aware of engaging with you means that there's the potential that their life is somehow going to be made better as a result. And uh, I'm not talking about they're going to win the lottery. I'm talking about they don't know how to live stream, but they have a business and they want to learn how to live stream. Their life will be different as a result. Write a headline that uh, evokes emotion. So, you know, really aim it at the pain point or the uh, result that people are looking for is one or the other. And um, make sure you're using a couple of keywords in that title as well. Ensure that the form is short and sweet. As uh, uh, Shelly said before, it's the only thing on the page and all it asks for is uh, a name. I've noticed that in some of the warrior marketing, they only ask for the first name at this point. They don't even ask for your uh, last name, an email address and a submit button. Uh, and then it's, and then it says, sends you to a thank you page. So it's short and sweet and does exactly what it's supposed to do and nothing more. And include trust signals. Uh, trust could be you have uh, your, Privacy, you know, privacy in your uh, uh, privacy statement. Yeah. And what's the other one? The <laughs> Oh, uh, privacy and oh, oh, I won't be remembered. Gosh, 
it's the <laughs> it's what's required on every website and every uh, site. Terms that, of service. Terms of service, right? You need you need those either in the you know accessible in some way to people. Um, so if they came from Facebook, they know that you are you know you're a real person and you're doing you know, a legitimate business, you want them to understand that you are legitimate, you are, you know, you're not trying to scam them, and uh, you're not going to spam their emails. So sometimes people will write, you know, we never spam, we never sell your list, we, you know, things of that nature to ensure that people understand they're not going to get a bunch of spam email, you're only going to be hearing from the person who you've just uh, connected with to get their free opt-in. So what to look for in a good email marketing tool. So you want an e uh, email marketing tool, and we're talking things like MailChimp or GetResponse or ActiveCampaign, something like that. What you're looking for, if you have not already picked one out, is an easy user interface, something that is understandable to you. You look at it and you go, okay, this is set up in a familiar pattern. I know what to do here. It's very drag and drop. It's very simple. And it's, uh, I, know, I understand how to use it. Make sure it includes some level of a marketing automation. And what I mean by that is not just that it's helping you develop your uh, newsletter strategy, but it's automated in the sense that not only does it help you, uh, not only can you automate the process of sending out your newsletter, but you can automate the follow-on process as well. So if your newsletter asks them to do something and they do it, then there's a second email that goes out supporting them to do that and asking them to do something else. The average for follow-on emails uh, in terms of automation is three. Uh, sometimes it takes more than that, but by that third one, you're offering them your third, uh, their, their opportunity to uh, try out your free video course. Uh, and the free video course will include three videos on how to live stream. And that invites them to the paid course or your master class or your, uh, uh, your uh, own master group. So uh, if you can automate, if the tool provides you the ability to automate that email process, by you know, uh, not only helping you compose the emails in the order that would best be suited for your prospective uh, uh, client, uh, but doing it in a way that organize them so that steps have to happen in order before emails are shipped out. Email automation is the biggest time saver that comes out of the development of these email service applications. That's right. And that also includes funnels or workflows. Right. So when this happens, the next thing happens and those should, those things should trigger. And sometimes, you know, you have options as well. If you're doing a workflow, if they get this email and they take this action, then this thing happens. So uh, those are very helpful as well. You want your contact list to be easy to manage. You want to be able to go in whenever you need to and clean out you know, people who are not opening your emails anymore. And um, the one that we use, it, it has a scale. So they if, if they're way over at one side, you know they're not opening any of your emails. And if they're way over at the other side, you know they're opening all your emails or they could fall anywhere in between. So if you want to go in once a quarter and take out everybody who's not opening your emails, that will raise your open rates, which is, uh, it's really good for you to want to do the, to do that and keep those things that neat. Uh, one of the advantages to using these services is they have a lot more capability of 
uh, interpreting what's happening to each one of your emails. When I send uh, an email to someone, I don't know when they've uh, seen that it's arrived, when they've noticed it, that it's arrived, whether they've read it, whether they've responded to it. That's a personal email. I don't get any of this the information. But the email service providers have the ability to uh, sample what's happening with that email so they can tell you things like the person uh, has seen the email, the person has opened the email, the person has clicked on one or more of the links that you provided, and the person has gone to the page where you're doing that. You know, they can sample that individual's behavior. And as Shelly said, it provides you what they call uh, a level of engagement. And if they're over here on this end, I'm not going to repeat it, but uh, that's very important in terms of you developing your relationship with that individual. And giving you the information you need to decide, I I don't need this. I, I shouldn't say I don't need. This person doesn't want to be part of what we're doing here. So let me just remove them from the list, to, you know, so that they can, uh, if, and I'm not sure why they don't end up, whenever I see those, that they're, they're continuing to get the newsletter, but they're not engaging with the newsletter. I don't under, understand why they don't just unsubscribe, but you have that option because you know how active they are. That's right. Um, the other thing that uh, these email marketing tools, and I'm, you heard me talk about this before, is um, they they ensure whatever you do in terms of a single email or a campaign, multiple emails don't end up in the spam folder. And then I'm, I'm sorry, I, didn't, I wasn't paying attention. Spam actually is not a word, it's an acronym. And it defines the, gov the federal government regulation that controls the behavior of email service providers and email providers. Um, so what they're ensuring is that you're doing everything that protects you, uh, not only uh, by regulation, but protects you from your emails ending up in the spam folder. Now, sometimes it's just unavoidable. Uh, when we invite an individual to join our show, they get an email that says from your friends at StreamYard. And more than once, it has occurred that we send an invitation. We don't get a response. You know, we have to call the individual. You're coming on the show. And he said, I didn't get the invitation. And it's in the spam folder. And we haven't been able to figure out what it is. Uh, but it's there's something about it that causes it to go there. So you just have to figure it out. The other thing is... If you're not getting a response from an individual, you can always say, go to the spam folder. When they click on that, on your email, they'll get an option to quote, whitelist it, unquote. Uh, and it varies from, uh, from uh, email service, email provider to email provider. In the case of Gmail, it's, it has a button, a big yellow button at the top that says, if that basically says this this email is not spam. So if you click on that button, it moves it back to the inbox and it knows from that point forward. But what you're doing with these email service providers, uh, rather than doing it yourself, um, uh, is they're protecting you from that kind of behavior on the other end. I recently received an email from an individual who I did not recognize that ended up in my inbox. And it was a piece of spam because they were pitching me on a product you know, that had go to a link. But what was what really upset me was you can tell they used a list because they basically ran down the list, copied all of them, and put them in the to, uh, you know, to to whom this is going. 
What that means is that of the hundreds, hundreds of people that received that email, they now have my email address. And the a spam, a, a, a company, a good email list provider would never let you do that. No good email list provider is going to the individual and not to a group, although you may think of it as a group. Um, and it helps you not make those kind of mistakes. So I did two things. Um, I reported them to spam. I mean, I reported them as spam. But before I did that, I responded to the individual and as politely, actually, it wasn't polite, told him how I felt about him sharing my email address with hundreds of strangers, basically. So that's a mistake you don't want to make. That will end your email um, campaign real quickly. Yeah. And if somebody gives you a temp email that they just created so that they could get your free download, and then you start sending them a newsletter and that box closes, what you'll get is a hard bounce. And if you're using a good email provider, uh, email marketing provider, then that hard bounce will send it out of uh, circulation, which means you won't be sending any more emails to right. that e email address. It will recognize that that box has been closed. The, the, the box was uh, temporary and has been um, uh, closed. So here are the best email marketing services for small businesses. There's a ton of them. We're only going to go over a few of them um, that are, you know, the most prevalent and they've been around a long time and they have a good reputation. Uh, but that does not mean that what you are currently using or other things that you may come across are not as good. They may be, they may be better for you. They may be a better fit. I don't know, but we're going to give you some that have a high uh, reputation, a good reputation, and they've been around a long time. And we've either used them for ourselves or our clients. That's right. So the first one uh, is constant contact. A lot of people have been using this for many, many years, and it's recommended because of their support and their pricing. They have a free version that you can get started with, um, and they have a good support system built in uh, to, to help you out to learn the product, learn how to do email marketing. I should have done that one because I have more experience with constant contact. MailChimp is one of the ones that we use. Um, uh, what the, the nice thing I like, uh, I like about it, aside from there's a free version of up to 500 subscribers, uh, is that it's very flexible, adaptable, has a landing page tool that's very easy to use. So you don't have to buy another product to help you with landing pages. But it, again, is a uh, reliable and um, certifiable email uh, application services provider that you can trust will do email right. The experience I have with constant contact actually comes from one of a client, one of my clients that I started with uh, back in the mid 1980s, and they used constant contact uh, for their email service provider. So when I when I became a marketing consultant to them, I had to get, uh, figure out what it did best, uh, and it is, as Shelley said, a very good tool. Mm -hmm. And MailChimp, you'll find also is easily integrated. So any other app that you're using that integrates with uh, email marketing service uh, will almost always have MailChimp there as one of the quick and easy uh, ways to integrate. integrate. Yeah, yeah, two things. I'm going to let you do these two because so you have experience. ConvertKit is um, easy to use. It has advanced segmentation and funnels. And it's a it's got a free version that you can get started with. So you can learn it um, for free, use it, 
Um, it's got a lot of support. It's got a community where you can post, you know, your questions. So you can get many different answers if you want to take some kind of a, you know, what what do you think of this kind of a thing? You can put it in their community and you can get several uh, pieces of advice pieces of advice to go to that. Um, and then there's Active Campaign. Uh, Active Campaign is, again, has been around a long time. A lot of people use it. It is very popular. It also is easy to integrate. It's another one of those that you're going to see as a one-click button. Yes, I want to integrate with you know this other app or this website or whatever it is. It's easy to integrate and includes a CRM customer Relationship, relationship management yeah. tool, um, which is a little more extensive than the other ones. Well, the the advantage to having a, a, your email application integrated with your uh, customer relationship management tool comes actually from the CRM side of uh, the business. Uh, companies like uh, Salesforce.com, which started as a customer relationship management tool, actually has a uh, you know contact component. It's got an email component. It has an email automation component. So it came from that side. But Active Campaign, which did not come from the CRM side, came from the email side. Decided to incorporate the CRM. Now the advantage to that is your uh, your customer list is all in one one place. Now, it also means that you may have to get additional information from your customers, but that's an optional thing. You you can you've you've probably seen yourself uh, when you go to some to a website for a download, they'll say, "Oh, do you want to become not only one of our email recipients, but do you want to add yourself to our uh, contact customer list? Con you know, etc." And they'll ask you for more information. Now. Honestly, most of us shouldn't require any for those of that are those of us that are digital market uh, marketeers or online entrepreneurs. It should be enough to have their first name and their email address. Uh, if you want to develop an even further relationship with them, you know, on Etsy, for example, if you buy something from uh, one of the individuals on Etsy, you already they already have your email list uh, email address, but then they ask you for additional information, and now that Etsy seller has your quote customer information versus your just email address. I do want to talk about uh, uh, GetResponse because uh, I, through Shelley's advice, I made the decision to invest in some monthly subscription, but it is a very very comprehensive tool. Uh, and it has all the features from landing pages to email uh, segmentation to, uh, I don't know, I could go on and on. Funnels. Funnels. Uh, it is very comprehensive. It, if you go to get response, you'll have everything you need to manage your marketing campaigns, whatever, whatever you decide they're going to be. Uh, but the two cautions I have for you is make sure you take the time to learn it because it, it can be confusing. I, I literally uh, have to go back every time I use it. I don't use it as often as Shelly because she sends the email list up. I have to go back and kind of watch the videos in order to make sense of it. But they have this landing page feature with lots of templates, multiple layers, uh, active campaigns, uh, active automated campaigns. I mean, it's a very comprehensive tool. But here's what I love about it most. They have a 24-hour chat feature, 24-hour-a-day chat feature, that if you're doing something and you have a problem, and sometimes for me it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and you hit the chat button and you say, where 
I can't remember where to find this. Somebody comes on within 60 seconds and starts a conversation with you to help you uh, find that. And it's not an automated chat. It's a person. I know some of these people by their names and the way they talk, the, the way they chat. Um, they're a European company. I don't know if they're Eastern European, but they all have European names. Uh, and But they're very good uh, at what they do. And it's the best thing in the world because at two o'clock in the morning when you're trying to get something out by the next morning uh, and you forgot how to do it, there's somebody there to kind of walk you through it. So, And we get really good um, deliverability in uh, our email open rate is usually in the high 30s or low 40s, which is very good for um, email marketing. Yeah. Uh, so sign up for our email list and you will get weekly personal updates, helpful information and links for our shows, behind the scenes photos. Uh, this week, for instance, we had my husband and Toby in there celebrating his 60th birthday. Shelly's husband celebrating his 60th. Yeah. Uh, we give you free offers for training and free books and ebooks and uh, digital marketing news and insights. And to subscribe to our newsletter, go to news.agkmedia.studio. And there's a little form there you fill out. You put in your email, your first and last name, and click sign up, and you're done. And it's just that easy. And again, once you start getting on our email list, um, there's all sorts of freebies that you'll have access to. So if you're like, well, I want to wait for a freebie to sign up on your news on your email list. Well, you, once you're on the email list, you just still continue to get those free offers. So yeah, it's uh, um, um, like I said, Shelly uh, is the one responsible for producing our email uh, every week. And um, I called her last night and told her how well composed and how well written it was last night. It's it's really a pleasure to read and very informative and uh, keeps you up to date on exactly what we're doing um, and how we're moving forward. So it's a lot of a lot of fun. I did post that address, news.hk Media Studio, in the chat room, but I will also make sure that it's included in the description box for both our videos and our uh, podcasts. Okay. Anything else? I don't know. Is that the last slide? I believe that is the last slide, unless you've got something else. Nope, yep. That's it. Okay. Well, we thank you all for being with us today. And again, this was episode number 10 in our Livecast Life series. And when we finish this, there's one more episode to go. And we'll finish it. We'll put it together as a book. And we'll put that out on Amazon, hopefully sometime in the next few months. So look for that to come out. And how many books do we have planned for I the I told next... you, four books this is year. That is... That's <laughs> right. We got one done. We got three to go. All right. Livecast Life is one of those. And uh, Livecast Life, then we have the interview series. That's the interview series. And, and then, then we have got the... the digital marketing series. And then we interview have the... Interview series. Oh, no. And oh, then you're going to do it... a photo book. I'm going to do a photo <laughs> book. And we're going to do uh, how to interview yeah, I yeah. thought that's what you meant. Uh, no, uh, when you said the interview series, I thought you were talking about the digital marketing Oh, yeah. All right. That's right. Anything else? That's all we have for today. We thank you for being here with us and we will see you again next week. And um, we may get the last episode done unless we get a guest in sometime in the next week. Cause I don't think we have a guest scheduled for next week. Next week. Oh, you're right. The next guest is the 16th. So we may finish this yeah, and be able finish to finish the week. book. Yeah. Yeah. Get on, get on the book. Um, 
We'd, I do want to mention that Shelly and Jan, Jen, Jen are going to be on at uh, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, uh, 12, no, 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's right. Which is where Jen is uh, tomorrow and with their Women Conquer Business program. We'll and, be talking about productivity. Uh, and I will be uh, uh, at Video Tarot Live on YouTube and Facebook at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And we're going to talk about small set photography and a new shot that I've made. So uh, you'll see all the tools and techniques that I use to get those shots. All right. So, all right. so look for our newsletter on Tuesdays, and we will see you again next week. Thank you for joining Messages and Methods Livecast Life 2.0, hosted by Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Please subscribe and leave a comment or question, and we'll consider your ideas for future shows. Share this podcast with your family and friends so they can learn about current digital marketing practices, too. Check the show notes for links and resources and please come back again next week.